All right, so for today, I had a pretty big Friday. So I think I'm going to let you choose which bottle I will do a fresh crack on for the podcast for the week. The brown one. Okay, that's a great option. How about Elijah Craig Small Batch, which is Who's a... And he Mac. No, it's Daniel Craig. Sorry. Yeah, stop interrupting me. Which is a liquor barn pick, eight-year bourbon, 94 proof. Or the Old Bardstown, which is a Willet Distillery 100 proof bottle and bond. Oh, I'm lying. That's not a bottle and bond. It's 101 proof, though. It's a sour mash. Old Bardstown or Elijah Craig? Elijah Craig. Sounds like yours. You're going to like this, too, I bet. Me? Oh, that was a good. No, the, the pop. It's always a good pop. Man. Oh, yeah. I did like it. The pour. Mm. Close it back up. All right. We're rocking and rolling. Well, I don't even know what number one, but welcome to All the X Points Podcast, Season 2, Episode maybe 7. We really don't have any idea anymore. With Max and AP. Max, how are we doing, man? The better question is, how have you been doing? I've been great, man. Been good? Had a end. Very big weekend in life and in general, but things are really, really going good. How about you, man? How, how was your Easter, Max? Um, so we were with my family on Saturday, and we got to see Lindsay's family yesterday, so it was good. And then we went to church, you know? Big big guy with the biggest April Fool's joke every year. Ha ha, April Fool's, here I am. He's back. You know. <laughs> oh, my thing. gosh. All right, we're going to try this. I've actually never been a big fan of Elijah Craig stuff, so let's try this. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good, Max. You're welcome. You're welcome. So since we haven't recorded in like, you know, a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. the rundown is going to be kind of in between. But we do want to update everybody. Because it is spring summertime when everything's a little bit slower. We do have the draft coming up. We do have baseball, but NBA playoffs. Playoffs don't really start until after the first round's over, right? Because it takes two weeks and then next series, yada, yada. So we're going to break this up bi-weekly for a little while. But for this week, we're going to try to cover a whole lot of stuff that we missed the last month. You did forget one thing, and I want to bring it up right now. Tiger Woods is back! Uh, I actually didn't forget it. but Did you just add it? I did before we started. Yeah. But just to clarify, he he's not really – he's not back-back, but he played in a golf tournament called the Masters, yep, right. which was a runaway for a three-putt on the last 18 holes. But sorry, anyway, go ahead with your run. We literally haven't even started yet, but that's, that's fine. But so, cover March Madness, men's and women's. Talk about our Tar Heels. They go hand in hand. Uh, movie reviews, since we've had some fantastic movies come out the last few weeks, and more to come. Tiger's back, so Aaron ruined that, but whatever, you know. NFL for agency, what we missed. Brown spending big money today. The <laughs> we are going to discuss the Mount Rushmore 
of NFL current wide receivers for a certain reason of what's happening. But we're not going to tell you what that reason is yet. But you know what we're going to start with? We're going to start with one of our favorites to discuss. We're going to talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter for $43 billion. Aaron, if you're a stakeholder, do you want that to happen? No. Why not? Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> well, first and foremost, there's a reason going around that we don't talk politics. So I'm going to shut up about that side of it. Right. But right. yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see him buy it personally, but I think as a stakeholder, you don't want to see that happen at all. Or a stockholder, I don't think you want to see that at all. Because he wants to take it private, right? Yeah. Yeah. But everybody will get a big fat check if he buys it and privatizes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be crazy. You know, $43 billion to him is like, what, $443 to us, probably? Something along those lines. It's crazy. Yeah. Hey, side note, I heard Amazon is now worth $1.4 trillion. It is, and Elon is still richer than Bezos. How crazy is that? Freaking crazy. I heard this really cool thing on Elon where he was talking about, like, back when he was in college. You know, I didn't realize Elon Musk was one of the founders of PayPal. Yeah. And that's how he made his money way back when he was in college. Sold it to eBay. And he's like, yeah, it was like several million, uh, obviously, dollars where he split it with a couple other guys. And then in college, he's like, yeah, I want to focus on, you know, going to a different planet. Um climate change and like in like energy and sustainability like who the hell when they're in college like when i was in college i think we all know where mindset my mindset was so speaking of crazy speaking of knowing where your mindset was in college shout out to uh cody hamilton i saw him uh on saturday no shit yeah he guess what he asked he said when you guys start a podcast back up no he didn't swear he did not kidding saw him and caleb man Shout out to Cody. I got my message to him after this. Cody was the – he was the man, dude. I loved Cody. You talk about all time – you know, you, your friends, you call them crazy assholes, right? Cody was a crazy asshole. Dude, if, here's the one thing about Cody. Like, he was a genuine dude. He, he was awesome. Oh, yeah. 100%. But if you needed someone to have your back, oh. you called Cody. Yep. Cody had you no matter what, dude. He was the man. I love Cody. God, that's awesome. Shout out Cody Hamilton. That's great. Wow. He just got me all jazzed up. We're going to get him on the podcast now. Talk about wrestling. Well, that'll be the second Franklin person we've had on the podcast. That, I think that's the limit, though. You can never have another Franklin person again. <laughs> that's right. Well, you don't want to bring in. No, he's not from Franklin. Um, I was thinking of. Uh, what, is he from Franklin? The kid, uh, Kennard? Luke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. From Franklin. He was. I guess, from we, I guess we got to expand it to three. Yeah. We can, we'll we can pull that off. We'll try it. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll pull some strings. Um, but you, you know less people than Luke than me. Stop trying to act hard. Okay, let's take a pause here. Okay. Let's take a pause. Me and Eddie George are basically on a first name basis. Okay, I hung out with Bernie Kozar. When I say me and Eddie George are on a. <laughs> Or on a first name basis. I mean, I ran into him in the bathroom and tried to high five him, and he just walked out of a urinal. So that was weird. But we won't go down that rabbit hole today. 
Go ahead, Max. I guess I'll just let you run with your Elon Musk. Wow, we got off so quick. Yeah. Yeah, that's off topic. But that's what she had to, had to mention Cody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> love it. Elon. Are we done with him already? I think we're done with him already. Yeah. Speaking of selling things, you know what needs to happen? Sell the damn team, Bob. Hey, so, just speaking so, of, the Indians team. came into town and ruined y'all's opening day. What about so, the losers? And then we got so our, did, and then we got ours ruined by the Giants. So, it's so did you hear his? Did you hear his comments? No, I I've heard people game? talk about it. What did he say? So he was asked uh, by Mo Aker. So this is, you know, you know how Reds opening day is. It's it's a thing. It's gigantic. It's bigger than a Super Bowl parade in almost any city, right? For the time being, Cincinnati is still a baseball town. Joe Burrow is trying to change that. However, you're Bob Castellini on the radio. Mo Ager asked you the question. I don't know if you've seen it on social media, billboards around town that are implying you to sell the team. You want to know what his, the first words out of his mouth were. Where are they going to go? Not where are they going to go. Where are they going to go? Are you kidding me? Yikes. The oldest franchise in the history of baseball. How many World Series? Four? Four World Series? And that's your response? You're a piece of crap. I think, I mean, and I stand on the exact same side of this because I want Dolan to sell the team. Right. But, oh my gosh, that's horrible. That's in front of a lot of... Reds fans in Reds jerseys and you guys, feet away you, from you. Yeah, I know you guys had a lot of people. Uh, I know this, you know, this, the city was still, you know, going crazy as usual for opening day, which is awesome. I love to see that. But you didn't fill the stadium. It's, it's because of him. But oh, I know. I know. Also because why. you trade away a guy like Jesse Winker and then don't even try with Tessalardos. Didn't even try. His agent, Scott Boris, so he was on the athletic C. Uh, Trent Rosecrans yesterday. Nick Castellanos reached out to the Reds and said, I want to come back. And the Reds said, yeah. So he did. Direction. He did. Confirmed it. His agent I, confirmed it. I feel like Cincinnati has to. I mean, they, you know, it's a younger team in general always, you know, pretty much. I mean, I know you got Votto, but typically it's but a younger it. team. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah, but it's got to be a fun team to play for. In the city itself, I mean, you know, it's a, like you said, it's a baseball town right now. But oh man, that's horrible. That's wow. that's just that's just bad. Like that's embarrassing. All right, what's what, what's the Reds' record going to be after your first week of baseball to finish the year? One hundred and fifty-two so, games. So the opening series against the defending World Series champions, the Atlanta Braves, we went two and two. Since then, we have gone over. Yeah. Right? Haven't won a game since Bob Castellini said what he said. Swept by the Guardians, swept by the Dodgers. And guess what? Your prize for doing that is going to San Diego. Good luck. Yeah. So we have scored 34 runs, allowed 58. Wow. So we'll be lucky to win 70 games at this rate. Yeah, I was going to pin the, the Indians slightly below 500, like – I don't know, 76 wins, maybe 80. Um, yeah, yeah, but your division is kind of like stagnant, right? You just got the White Sox and 
Well, White Sox, Minnesota made a couple moves too. Um, but they're so hot and cold. We're not going to make that. Here's the thing: we're not going to we're not going to win the division. We're not going to make the playoffs. We have we still have a good pitching, a decent pitching rotation. We do, but we do. Our, yeah, ours is, ours is decent, and we have. I mean, our our one, two, three have showed up and shelled out. I mean, we they've been killing the ball, but after that, it's just it's it's all bad. But not all bad. We got a couple of decent hitters, but. It's it, this is Max. You know you you know how I love my my Indians. Um, don't oh. don't. I haven't said it. I haven't said the other word yet. Um, but I don't even know some of the, the guys who are card. starting on the team. If I don't know some of the guys who are starting, then that means something's up. But I'm still excited for baseball. I'm still excited to watch them. It's hard. It's hard to be excited as a Reds fan when you know the owner. Is. I know. Where are you gonna go? Do you want us to yeah. move the team to Nashville? Well, please, a, please try. Please see if baseball proves that. Well, what's gonna happen in week? I mean, Votto has to stay because if Votto's gone, he has to sell. I feel like. But no. I mean, what's gonna happen in you know later in the year? Indians, the same thing. Like we just signed Jose to a long term deal, so Sorry. I don't know if that means. He's going to stay for sure. But, like, I got to think at this point, we haven't re-signed Beaver. So, if I had to guess, Beaver is going to be traded at that point in time when somebody needs a pitcher to try to make that playoff push. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But baseball's just starting. Should I buy a Guardian shirt? I don't want to. You have to. It's your team. No, it's the Indians. The Indians. I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. All right. Anyways, I'm off. I'm done. Okay. All right. Pod- so, podcast is over. Okay. So you know what I said. You know what I said this time last year. Almost to the date. Almost to the day. That North Carolina made a bad hire on Hubert Davis. Yeah. How how'd that go for you? I mean. I'm okay with it because I'm a North Carolina fan, so it's fine. Do you remember so, what I said? You were glad they hired on staff. I was. Ha- I was. I said I think we'll have to wait and see how it pans out, but I don't hate it. Yeah. Yep. He he. Those guys rallied around him, man. They oh, do. They rally around Hubie. I'm gonna call him Hubie. Hubes. Call him the Huber. So, so we got, we got a lot of stuff to talk about there. Let's start with the final four. Okay. The biggest. Let's go! Easy. You can't do that. Yeah. I watched that game in the car on my phone, Max. Yeah. You know where, where you were supposed to watch it? With me. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. But there was something that came that was more important. So, sorry. You have to be okay with it. Stacy was driving. I was watching the whole time. Okay. I was going crazy. We pulled up to the house as the game was ending, and I literally said, they just fucking beat Duke in the Final Four. So not only do you end Coach K's regular season with the win in Cameron, you also end his entire career. With I, the I, I gave him his first loss. First loss as a coach. Yes. And last loss in the regular season, and last loss in the NCAA tournament. There you go. 
Now, I'm also going to stop because Coach K is a fucking legend. Yeah. Like, I have nothing. I love Coach K. But that could not have played out better. You look at the Elite Eight, there was no question in my mind we were going to blow the socks off of – I can't even remember their name. That's how it St. Peter's. Yeah, 100%. I was – Like, our matchup, there was no doubt. We have a big man that's way better than anyone on their team. We have a six foot eight defensive stud in Leaky Black, and we have two guys who were playing really well at that point. Um, by the with way, RJ, by the way, for, what? I kept telling people, like people that know I'm a North Carolina fan, like around the gym and like B&B and everything. Hey, man, who's that Caleb Love and RJ Davis? I'm like, don't, don't get me started because this is the best they played in two years. Just don't. Well, well and Caleb Love looked atrocious at times against Duke. Made some horrible passes. He Turnovers that were... And then he hits that dagger three. Yeah. Like, dagger three. Like, that wasn't just a three. That was a... That was a cold-blooded dagger three. Yeah, it was Mario Chalmers-esque. Yes. And then we go to freaking Kansas and go up by, what, 16, 16. at halftime? 16. And I, and I was on the phone with Stace, and guess what? I'm saying the whole time, I'm like, I don't, this is, we're going to lose. I had this gut feeling Kansas looked too calm and collected when they went in at halftime. And that little freaking dude, that little whatever white his name dude. is. Oh, no, not the white guy. The, I think he's from like Venezuela. Yeah, I forget his name, but freaking starts going off. And I'm like, here we go. This is it. And hey, we, guess what? Guess where he came from? Transfer portal. But. We saw probably the worst game in a while out of Larry Bird Jr. Right. Yeah, they shut him down the second half. And Johnson or Johnson came out looking fantastic off the bench, but he got himself he, so hyped up he threw up. I love it. I know. I, I know. I mean, you got to think that stage, dude. Like, I would have shit yeah. myself. And he was playing out of his mind. Like, you text me, you're like, I love Leaky B. He's an offensive liability. Keep Cam out or Kate Cam. Look at me. That's his brother, but I know. <laughs> Keep uh, Johnson out there, yeah. And I and I agreed. And then all, when he went out, that was when that structure kind of changed for us in that second part of the game. But mm-hmm. th- at the end of the day, like I turned that game off and went to sleep. I was in a hotel room and in Pittsburgh for work. I turned that game off, satisfied with our year. You can't not be hundred percent. You can't not be. We're in, out of the top twenty-five for eighty percent of the season. In early March. Joe Lenardi had us first four out. Mm-hmm. And then we go beat Duke in the final four. And If we don't beat Duke in that in that last game of the regular season, do we even make the tournament? Yeah, we still make it, but we're probably a 10 seed, not an 8. No, but I'm saying, we'll say we lose that and then lose first round of the ACC, do we make the tournament? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think so. But, yeah, I mean, the matchups were not – I mean, the 8-9 game I was nervous about, and then we did fine. We and like, then we beat like 35. Our matchups the whole way, though, when we had Baylor, like a team that was really good but hurt, that was the best game of our tournament. And then, of course, um, what's his face get kicked out of the game? And then, yeah, it was so uh, and yeah, then and then fouls out, fouls out. And then Baycott was basically just dominating down low. And then RJ Davis started playing really well. And then when we went to overtime, I'm like, this is it, this is over. And then we come out and win. I was yeah. shocked at that. 
I was. God, it felt good. God, it felt good. So news, news coming out of Chapel Hill so far. Armando Baycott coming back. Coming back. Leaky Black coming back. R.J. Davis, I don't think he needs to say anything. He'll be back. He's not yeah. NBA ready. Okay, Brady Manick is gone. He gave us yeah. his last year of eligibility. But Johnson can fill into that role. We need to get some bench players for sure. Yep. And then Caleb Love is yet to announce. But oh, personal opinion, on. he needs to come back for another. Come on. There's so, no way he's gone. He won't even get drafted. He'll get drafted because he's a quick guard. Late second round. Best. But, but is he is he any better than um, – is he better than Cole Anthony or no. Cole, Kobe White? No. Hell no. Right. Colby so, Anthony had a great or Colby Anthony. Cole Anthony had a great year this year too for Orlando. He had like 17, 18 points a game. Or he, yeah. yeah. And then Colby White, I mean, well, he was hurt for a while, but he's you know, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. No, he's not better than either, either of them. Right. Now so, he has the potential. If he starts to realize he doesn't have to shoot outside all the, the time and he can drive it. That remember the hype of him when he was oh, coming yeah. out of high school? It was mm-hmm. a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing with him, though. When he drives the lane, he makes things happen. Yes. Every time. When he gets – when he drives – but then he just – you know when he holds that ball for more than five seconds, he's shooting a free. Shooting it. You know it. And it, it – he's the, what, third maybe – probably third best three-point shooter on our starting five. Manic and RJ are both better than him. Yeah. Well, RJ – RJ takes some stupid shots, too, like – both of them were taking 20-footers, 18-footers, and I'm like, stop. R.J. Davis's mid-range game is stupid, though. It, yeah, I know. It is good. But he, it wasn't good in that second half. So, but, yeah, either way, freaking. But, you know, this is what I wanted to focus on for this part. I know we're pushing time here on this. The one thing Max and I had both said is going into the tournament is the Blue Bloods always prevail. Yeah, who you have in, in the final four? <laughs> who was in the final four? All four Blue Bloods. Literally. The only one who wasn't, well, I guess UCLA, but they're not really – they're falling off. UConn, yeah. But Kentucky, who was knocked out in the first round, which happens. You yeah. had Nova, Duke, Kansas, North Carolina. Literally four uh, – the four most relevant Blue Bloods right now. Yeah. Consistently. Ken- yeah, Kentucky, you're not right now. Just deal with it. Yeah, sorry guys. Peace out. Got to What's this talk about Calipari going to Louisville? No way. I've heard that. People have talked about that. <laughs> he would never do that. I'd be I know. It'd be funny though. I I would love it. I oh, love yeah. it. I hate Kentucky more than anything. So. Oh my god, I hate him so much. I hate Calipari just as much as I hate Kentucky. He's the perfect coach together because I hate him. But well, one more note on North Carolina, then we're gonna move on. Do you know what team? Of the last seven years, there's only been six tournaments, has made the finals three out of the last six tournaments. Made the finals? Yep, the final game, championship game. Who else or who? What, what was who, the question? Who? Who has made the finals? Who? Carolina. North Carolina. Gonzaga's made it too, right? Or just, yeah, they made it too. Two. Because they won it last year and then they were in it against us. So they're they did not win it last year, they lost to Baylor. They still have no. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. They lost to us. Um, yeah, that's right. I think they're done. I think they're done. I think they're going to go back to 
seven, eight seed for a while. I don't know. I think that coach needs to get out. How about St. Pete's coach immediately gets the job at Seton Hall? Alma mater. I love it. Yeah, I do too. Good for him. That's what uh, uh, Enfeld did when he took Florida Gulf Coast down to, what, the yep. Final Four? Final uh, Elite Eight. Yeah, shout out to the, that whole family because we go to we vacation with them every year. Not yeah. necessarily him. He's I've I've seen him there one. He goes every year, but usually he's there the week before I am. His parents have a cottage in the same area where we go. Um, they live there year round. It's a cool little cool little place to have. So, so uh, yes, I think Gonzaga's going to fall off. But you know who's not going to fall off for a while because they have a reigning national player of the year, South Carolina women's basketball. Dominated UConn. Dominated UConn. Dominated everybody. They really did. They were that was that this team reminded me of the UConn team back eight years ago, ten years ago. Do you you know that's Gino's first loss in the national title game? He was eleven and zero. Eleven and zero. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just he almost got a dozen. Yeah. He, God. I love how he's just satisfied coaching women's basketball. Like, why would I go coach men when I can just stay here? I told you, and we talked about this with my dad. difference between women's basketball and men's basketball. Men's basketball, you have have a lot of moving parts. You got a lot of selfish guys most of the time, right? But they want to get to the league. They want to, you know, get to college, high school level. Women's basketball. If you don't have a nucleus of a team that doesn't play together and you have to work on your fundamentals, then you're screwed. You're done. Yeah. That's the difference. Some some coaches like doing that better. Obviously, mm-hmm. Gino, Gino and my dad being two of them. Yep. Yep. God. I love it, though. Carolina with the victory. South Carolina. Tough. Tough. Uh, and they almost have everybody coming back, so. Mm-hmm. Look look for the repeater. So, uh, I got a question. We were talking about polos before. Yeah. Did you wear a red polo yesterday? Did I wear a red polo yesterday? Yeah, it was Sunday. Did you wear red? Well, no, because the Masters was the week before that. doesn't matter. It's Sunday. Sunday Tiger. No, I didn't wear I did not wear it. It was Easter, bro. I did not wear red on Easter. So, do you think... Do you think he was satisfied? Oh, for sure. I mean, he may, I don't. He, he, I don't because it's him. But I anyway. well, I agree. But he's also consistently spoke on how he knows he's not going to be able to compete the way he used to. And if you watched him at all in that he's last lim- round, lim- limping a lot. He was yeah, he was limping. But he was also just shooting the shit with John Rom. Like they were having a blast. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. And that's what you want to see. Like Tiger knew at that exact point: a, he's not going to win. B, like he made the cut after getting in a horrific car accident. In the almost biggest, lost his leg. Almost lost his leg in the biggest golf event. One of probably top four or five, if not top three, sporting events every year. Three, yeah, hundred percent. I'd say three. Yeah, I'd say three for sure. Like, and did it, and the conditions there weren't easy. It was windy there quite a bit. I mean, I I loved it. I watched his entire first and second round, missed a little bit of the third, and watched most of his fourth round. Yeah, but buddy, I mean, buddy Rob, buddy Rob, 
it works same team I do at work. And he messaged me at what he tee off ten fifty on Thursday. Uh-huh. He goes, you got the Masters on? Uh, yes. Oh yeah, dude. I I moved a TV into my office and had my my double screen for work and that over in the corner. Like there was no yeah. doubt I was I wasn't missing anything. Um, but I mean we can't take away from what Scotty Scheffler did, man. He well, how about the run he's on in general? Yeah, he's, and he's only he's, what twenty six, dude. But he has the perfect like he's like what six four six five. Yeah, he's a giant, and he also has every part of the game. And he's also the kind of guy. Like after he was after you know uh, a seventy two hole leader or I'm sorry is that right eighteen thirty six sorry I had to do math there no the three <laughs> seventy two would be all four right yes I'm so confused like forty eight no I'm getting there thirty thirty six this might take a while. The bourbon's kicking in on This already. week's episode is brought to you by the letter O. <laughs> okay, he was the three third he led after the third round. That's what we're getting to. But they asked him what he wanted to do after the game. He's like, I want to go get some food and watch the office. Like yeah. this guy. And I I I've always I, I mean I've I've I haven't followed him at all necessarily, but like when he's out there, he seems to have fun. Like you saw him laughing a lot the entire tournament. Like, if you it, that that is a lethal combination. If you can go out and have fun, and still beat the shit out of everybody else. Yeah, you know, you know what the other cool thing was. So he's he's already won what two tournaments before the Masters this year. Then he's a he's a very devout Christian, and yeah, he, at the he, end of it. Yeah, he. Uh, so obviously stay with his wife and whatever rental Airbnb they were in. He said Sunday morning he woke up and he had just a mental breakdown. Said I'm not ready for this. And those are the guys I like. Like mm-hmm. not like no. The whole time I knew I hate guys like that. Hate hate it. So I thought I thought that aspect of it was cool too. That yeah, it's a big moment. It's. The Masters, it's not the Western and Southern Waste Management Open. Well, he about shit his pants on the 18th hole. But I loved it, though. I, <laughs> I would have done the same it. damn thing. I know. It's, it's funny because people were out there like, I could have done that. <laughs> you know but it his... costs people money, though. Oh, for sure. But also, the best part about it is, like, you knew he was going to win. Like, he had plenty of lead there. But um... five-putted. Yeah, I mean his his approach shot though, because yeah. he didn't have a great first shot, and and the whole play pin placement was horrible, and he fucking snugs it up there, yeah. like, like no doubt, like he could have freaking five putted that and still won, I believe, so or four putted, and it was incredible, like it was just cool to see, it was because I think he had what a three four stroke lead, I think he had a, and he double bogey because of that, but. I mean, listen, good for him, but, you know, Tiger's back. That's what matters. Max, we're at 31 minutes. You want to do 30. Let's let's move. All right. Have, uh, have you seen Sonic 2 yet? No, but my little man Everett and Anderson did. They said it was amazing. I mean, Tails is in it. Knuckles is in it. I mean, come on. Ha- Jim, I haven't seen yeah. it yet. Jim Carrey's back. Yeah, right. Do you guys see the new Fantastic Beast yet? 
No, Max, I haven't. Did you see the Batman yet? You have. Yes, I have. Saw, saw the Batman. Have you seen the Fantastic Beasts? Yep. How was it? They're missing. It was obviously the first one was super good, right? The new, new strain of movies, but they missed Johnny Depp pretty bad. So they haven't green. There was supposed to be a five movie thing, not you know as many as Harry Potter series, but mm-hmm. Warner Brothers are going to give him five. Well, with the delays in filming and everything, they said we're going to hold off and see how this one does in theaters. See if we green light four and five. So, fingers crossed it still does okay, which I think it will. Just because yeah. Wizarding World, but yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm, I want to see Sonic, and then obviously my favorite movie, one of my top, probably my top five favorite, favorite movies of all time, is bringing this sequel out in May, which is Top Gun. So, yeah, I'm hyped. Yeah, I mean, we've already talked about the list of movies coming out soon, so we're pumped about that. Yep. Thor: Love and Thunder finally with the trailer today. Mm, I gotta watch that. I've watched the trailer yet. Great. Later. Sorry, right, Max. It's, it's a busy week for work. Why am I randomly doing a Mount Rushmore of NFL wide receivers? I don't really know. It was weird. You don't know. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's not weird. News over the weekend was that AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, and Terry Scary McLaurin got together and all said they are not stepping foot into their respective team's camp, training facility, anything until they all get new contracts. What, who? Terry, Debo, and who? AJ Brown. Ooh, all got drafted bad. the same year. I like that. They will not participate in on-field workouts during the off-season until they get new contracts. That's scary for the owners. You got three wide receivers like that getting together? Saying, I mean, I, I get Debo and AJ, but I think Terry needs to maybe, like, chill out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He had nobody uh, throwing him to him. He still had decent stats last year. Yeah, but he was also hurt a lot, and – I'm just like, I put AJ Brown and Debo on a complete, completely different level. Like, if Debo if Debo is hurt, that team is not relevant. AJ Brown gets hurt, that team is not relevant. Did you Terry like Michael, Michael Irving's thing about that he kept doing with Debo this year? That what? That he kept doing for Debo Samuel this year? Did you like it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear you said No. I mean, Debo, I, it's funny because I didn't know much. I, I always thought, like, okay, he's, yeah, he's a hustler. He goes out and gets it done. But then you watch him play. He's a freak. Like, when I – oh, my gosh. He's, like, if he was on the Chiefs, <laughs> he'd be the number one target over Tyreek yeah. when Tyreek was there. Yeah. Because you can do whatever – I mean, it's uh, – yeah. It's All right. Speak, speaking of Tyreek, I'll get I'll give you first pick. So what are you going to do for? Okay. So I get first pick. See, this is hard though. I'm going to do it based off of. I'm going to do my first one based off of where they are currently, like in their statistics going forward. I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could have this guy at number one going forward because I just don't know how it's going to end up. But it's Devontae Adams for me. Devontae Adams is, 
uh, he's everything. He's the best. He's an amazing route runner. He has speed. He has hands. He has the Hopkins. He has the Diggs route running. He's all of it. And, you know, yeah, he had Aaron Rodgers. I get that. But if you watched him play. He runs and, great routes. Yeah. And the ball. Now, I don't know how it's going to work out with Derek Carr. I don't. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. But, like, I truly believe that. They're boys. Receivers, that helps. That yeah. Helps. But, look, but look at this receiver list. Like, every receiver that we're going to talk about, other than one, is with a top five quarterback. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true because the other one of them is also. But, but, but more or less, yes, they're with a the quarterback who, who a is their that's their favorite target, and they're going to get him the ball. Or b, it's just that's they're with a top five quarterback. So that's that. I'm going with Devontae because I think yeah, a Rod has helped him with his career, but I think Devontae or I think Devontae will continue with with the Raiders. But I'm anxious to see how much he'll continue. All right. Since we already talked about him, I don't need to say much about my first pick. I'm going Debo, number one. Can you imagine what the 49ers would have been without him? Wow. Debo, number one. For me, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so let me ask you this, though, because you just left Tyreek on the board. He's not in my top four, so that's fine. You can have him. No, I mean, I, this is the thing. Like, you take him to the Dolphins, he's not going to be in my top four. How can you put Tyreek Hill in the top four with Tua throwing the football? I guess I if we're know. just going this, straight this up. Is, this is make it or break it for Tua, 100%. You got weapons galore now. You got offensive line. You got a pretty good defense coming back. I'm yeah, gonna... yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Sorry. Continue. Adebo, yeah. I mean, he's he's the he's the threat of all threats. He's a triple threat. He's a receiver, running back, and a punt returner, kick returner. Like he's, yeah, yeah. he can do anything with the football. Um, I I am anxious to see what this new head coach comes in and and does with with Tyreek Hill though. Um, but um, I'm not I'm not taking Tyreek Hill with my number two though. So um, my number two is DeAndre Hopkins, and you're seeing the vision mm-hmm. here. Oh, I yeah. like. Uh, I, really? Catching the been football. hurt the last two years. Yeah, but catching the uh, we haven't seen. Uh, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, but we haven't seen anyone catch the football like DeAndre has. In I don't even know how long. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, if the ball is in his direction, hello, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Cooper Cup, you could say that too, but those are you know Cooper Cup. But those are Hunter Renfro, Cooper Cup. Those are guys who are going to give you four or five good years. Yeah, Hopkins has been hurt, but. He has the best hands I have ever seen, ever Hold seen. It. And but his it just everything he offers, he's very similar to Devonte Adams, but he's more powerful. That's the biggest difference there is he's going to catch anything that's thrown his way, no matter what. So I like Devon. I like uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins here as my number two. All right, I have a feeling the next two picks are going to be from the same couch. So I'm I, going. Uh, I'm going with. My guy, I'm going with Jamar Chase. And now you're going to go with? Hold on, same college. Yeah. Oh, you think I'm going Jefferson? Yeah. Well, he's on my list, but I he's gift, not who I, I gifted him to you for your third. Uh, no, because I think Chris Godwin's one of the best receivers in the league, and I don't understand why this people guy. think he's not. I don't know. I don't know. There's no doubt in my mind. I think he's better than Mike Evans. I, I do, think. too. Yeah, I think, but I think you look at how he plays football. He does every. He is 
and this is not a comparison. Please know that. Jerry Rice. Oh, good Lord. All right, you explain look yourself at quickly. Ra- the route running itself, period. Stephon Big, you can say the same thing about him. But Chris yeah. Godwin has the power behind it and the catch and the, and the, and the ball catching uh, ability. He's the same as DeAndre Hopkins in that aspect. He can catch any ball that's thrown to him, and he's a touchdown machine. And his route running is out of this world. Now, he got hurt at the end of the year, which sucked. I hated seeing that because he is – he has been very healthy before that. Very healthy. Yeah, He's had a he couple of little injuries, but very healthy over, overall. So I want to see how he comes back from that, because usually when we see one injury to a receiver, it's a downfall from there. But mm-hmm. I love Chris Godwin. So I you're gi- gifting me Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I will gladly team. gift you. Well, and I don't want to shit on – we need to go back. You said Jamar Chase didn't say anything, but Jamar Chase is clearly a stud. Now, I'm not putting him in my top four yet. There's no way he'd be in my top four after one year. Absolutely. How is he not? No, there's no chance he would be. Look at the list of these guys. There's no chance he would be on my list. Oh, yeah. I would take several. Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him in the second round or late first round of a – He's not in uh, your top eight? If you gave me eight, so who do we have right now? We have Devontae. We have – you have – I would put him – Debo. I will put Debo ahead of him for sure. We have DeAndre. We have – who else? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, Chris Godwin. No, he's not – no. He's not my top eight. Stephon Diggs, I would put ahead of him. I would not. I would in a heartbeat. Nah. Yeah, I would. Oh, no, no, there's, there's sure. games. There's games. Digs disappeared. It's weird. It's AJ weird Brown. I will put AJ Brown ahead of him. All right, your last pick is. I was not prepared for that. Um, it's a toss-up between two guys. One guy who we don't really know where he's at anymore. Um, no, actually, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go out there on a limb. See, I'm between two guys here. I am. I'm, I am. I'm between Keenan Allen. I'm between Stephon Diggs. I'm between them because Stephon Diggs, I think, is a very good receiver. I think he's, you know, he's a he's like I said, he's a route runner. He's good at everything he does. But Keenan Allen, his consistency, it's out of this world. Year in and year out, he does the same thing every year. And they still he, don't make the playoffs. I know. It's insane. Like Keenan yeah. Allen, hundred yards or hundred catches every year, several touchdowns, a thousand yards plus. He's he's so smooth. That's the best way to describe him. He he is who I see Chris Olave looking like in the future. I think Chris Olave is going to look just like him in the future. I think Garrett Wilson could look somewhat like a a mixture of like Stephon Diggs. And I mean, I don't like Demar Chase. I don't know how you like Diggs that much, but who? Stephon Diggs. I don't know. He's definitely top ten. But well, it's funny because when if you would have asked me this same question two years ago, Adam Thielen would have been my top eight in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's true. In a heartbeat. So I mean, yeah, I, I, I will say like if you look at this receiver list, like yeah, there's a lot of good receivers out there, but. You asked me this exact same question 
three, four years ago, I don't know the answer to my top four. Because you have, at that point, you have Devontae, DeAndre, Tyreek, um, uh, AJ Green, Julio Jones. Yes, exactly. Odell. All those guys who are yeah. just Antonio Brown. I mean, all these guys who he's are still, just. He's still good. He's just. Uh, he's a yeah. mental head. Like when he started tweeting the Antonio Browns, I'm like, please yeah. don't. Please don't. Yeah. Like, I, and that's the thing. Like, Amari Cooper, like, I'm already scared enough to have him in the locker room. You know, because he does not – I don't think he does well in a locker room. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not – and, again, I'm not shitting on your boy. I know you, I know Jamar Chase is great, but it's year one. Like, yes, he's very good. He's very good. And it's – him and Joey B have a very good connection. That, Let's just, that's, that's what you have to look at. Like, that helps him a lot. Well, but at least he has you know what the, the next is, few though? years for Denzel Ward to catch the ball on because Denzel Ward just got yeah, paid right. money like he was a true number one. I big cornerback in the league. In the league, seventy-two million dollars guaranteed. What the actual fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, he's good, but he's he hasn't played a full season. He's not great. And mark my words, he will not be our number one corner in two years. Newsome will. No. 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 So since you had to go off on a tangent about your Browns, I'll just give you my last one real quick. It's the reigning AP Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup. Who had a solid argument for MVP this year. Yeah. And everyone can say whatever they want about him needing a, you know, Matt Stafford get it done. Then you didn't follow him when he he was with Jared Goff. Yeah. (laughs) He He was just as good. Well, he was he was just as good personally, but yes, Stafford made him better. But you can say that about anybody, anybody. Yeah, yeah like you, you, you think Amari Cooper's you think Amari Cooper's not going to be better with Deshaun Watson throwing him the ball than Dak Prescott? You're foolish. In week five, yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, week five. But <laughs> still waiting for that to come out. It's going to be great. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good. This was this was a good topic. I like this. Um, we could do running backs next week, but you know, like there's no, you know only like thing two. is Debo, we didn't pick AJ Brown or Terry McLaurin, but one of our guys from this list might not even be on the field week one. It's just bizarre that three of them got together and said, Hey, none of us are stepping on the field. <laughs> okay. I know. And again, I get AJ Brown and Debo. Debo I get a hundred and ten. Hundred percent. AJ Brown, again, a little hurt, but I get I think they should get those deals done no matter what. I mean, they're in year four, right? This is year four. No, this is year. This is year four. Going into year four. Yeah, because they were the year after Denzel Ward and Baker and all those guys. Yeah, they were 2019. Yeah. Real quick, before it's over, where do you think Baker's going to end up? Seattle. For what, like a fifth-round pick, sixth-round pick, or release and go? Uh, Probably fourth or fifth. Yeah, I don't think we release Baker. I think we keep him no matter what if he doesn't go, but I don't think he wants to suit up. So I think it drafts in two weeks. Mm-hmm. It has to get done before the draft. That or draft day. Yeah. Yeah, I think Seattle makes the most sense. I would have liked to have seen him in Indy. Um, I would have liked. I, I, I wouldn't mind if we went to Detroit. Listen, uh, like everyone's shitting on Baker Cameron. for. Everyone's shitting on Baker for saying what he said. Yeah, it is a business, but there's two – I see on both sides. Okay, the thing I did not like, the thing I did not like, before you go, because 
Now you but imagine imagine if I came into your job and booed you. Dude, have you ever taught middle school kids? That's a job that you just get shit on all the time. Have fun with that. Right. You're and a professional I, well, athlete I, getting paid millions. Yeah. And millions. Yeah. But dollars. I also think Baker needed this is a side I'll I'll I'll, I'll start with this. Baker needed to realize because he said the entire year, if I feel like I'm not the best option because I'm too hurt, I'm not going to play. Dude, you were too you hurt since like week six. Six, yes. Yeah, Arizona. like put Case yeah. Keenum in there and just go get. Yeah, go it, get, yeah, because we were golfing together. It was in October, so what's, yeah. it was like week six or seven. And uh, no, we were golfing. Was that? Yeah, it was. That um, I just. But I also see it from the other side that, like, you know, Cle- Cleveland easily could have told him he's not playing anymore. You know, like, hey, we're going to – you need to get healthy. You're not – you're not – and he even said, like, he's like, I lost confidence. So I started playing bad. Like, Baker, that you needed to stop playing. But the coaching staff should have realized that. Like, that's uh, – I think that's a – I think that's a big shame on you to Kevin Stefanski, too. Yeah, I agree. Because we have Case Keenum. It's not like we had – some no no name bad backup like Ace Keenum could have at least got us a few Nate wins. Sudfeld, who yeah, I would have taken Sudfeld even. No way. Yeah, I would look. Sudfeld did Ke- not look bad for the 49ers, dude. Not look I'm, bad at all. Well, I'm just saying, Keenum knew that offense. He ran it in Minnesota, like. And you have Nick Nicholas Sir Nick Chubb and Kareem. Now, the line was a little hurt. Like, uh, it didn't pan out, okay? It didn't. Baker got hurt early after that. The season sucked. But he shouldn't have been playing. Nope. 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 So, say what you want. I, I mean, I, look, Baker got them on the blue-collar winning mentality. He, he took that city by storm. We loved Baker. I hate the way it ended, but it's time to move on. And that's how I'm seeing it now. Like, I, I will – Always look back at Baker as our quarterback to get us to the playoffs, get a playoff win. And I, I will always remember that. But it's hard for me to sit here and listen to a guy start to bash our city and bash our, bash our franchise. Like, dude, you got booed because you were not playing well. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's why you don't get – you didn't get booed. Like, he's not taking responsibility for his actions at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you played horrible. Yes, you were hurt. Know that. Okay, we're done. Um. All right, well, that concludes the 30-minute podcast that ended up going 50 minutes. Talk about the damn Browns, that's what I'm Yeah. Um, we're going to try to do these on Mondays now to, after the weekend. Um, we'll talk a little more about playoff basketball because shit's getting a little real in that next week, next time. Um, but, the first round's over by then. Yeah, so we'll talk to everybody. Cody, love you. Peace.